0: to Killgallons Pub, the podcast where I comedian Joe Killgallon like to sit back and have some drinks with people and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Killgallons Pub. You can also find it on Twitter under the same tag at Killgallons Pub or handle. It's not a tag; it's a handle. You can find myself. I'm at Joe Killgallon on everything. That's K I L G A L L O N. Thanks everyone for listening. I am. Uh, this is gonna be a fun podcast. It's not gonna be as long because it's just me. I'm rocking a solo one. I'm calling this the state of the podcast. I'm kind of doing a state of the podcast address. Got a little news. I got some plans for a direction change I want to go on a little bit with you. And then I have some fun stuff to talk about. Um, I don't have a guest this week, mainly just because of some scheduling stuff. I was at the Chicago Cubs, Colorado Rockies wildcard playoff game last night in Wrigley Field in Chicago, Illinois. And uh, so yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit. I know some of you are like, well, I don't like baseball. Don't worry. I'm going to talk about like some annoying shit that we all deal with when we're in crowds in public. So you'll enjoy that hopefully. And, um, and there's some other fun stuff, but I had to check in with you guys because I consistently bring out a podcast every single Wednesday. I've only missed one since I started this podcast in uh, mid-March, and that was because I was sick. I remember just I couldn't talk. So you can't do a podcast if you can't talk. Duh, idiots. Uh, what else can I tell you guys? Oh, please, please write the podcast review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever the hell you could write a review. Tell your friends. Tell, pe- tell your enemies. Tell your mom. Gather around the whole family. Along your little iPhone or, or your Android, and hit play. You know, you could uh, take your friend's phones, Be like, "Let me see your phone." Go to their podcast app and click subscribe. You click subscribe, you automatically get the new episodes, and then that's that's a nice thing for me. It gives me a little ego boost, which of course I need because I'm a freaking stand comedian. We're all needy bastards. That's why we do stuff like this. Also, mainly because I just love doing this podcast. I really do it. So I look forward to it all the time. And uh, the reviews people tell me really help you go up the rankings or whatever. And people that might not have found you, found you. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey man, let me give you money. And I'm like, Hey, I'll take your money. That sounds fun. All right. Um, but we do have, uh, some fun stuff to talk about. Here's what I wanted to get out of the way right away. Part of my uh, state of the podcast address, I'm trying to make this like some sort of political speech. You now there's the state of the union. They come out and basically go, Hey, the union's cool, man. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, it's cool. And then that's basically the state of the union address. They're, they they do not really tell you anything. They just go, our education system can be better and it will be better and people are like fuck yeah you know and then if you say something like uh but i'll say this people need to stop being so damn poor and then democrats are like hey hey what the hell that's a dick thing to say and republicans are like yeah fuck the poor and then they kind of do it like that and then when um you know a republican says something like hey hey maybe we don't need a taxi that much and the democrats are like but we like that and then the republicans are like you guys are morons see, It goes back and forth see i just made fun of both sides i feel like fairly equally that, with that one. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, those unions are always kind of boring. Because they, they don't, I mean, kind, they kind of will tell you what they might want to do. But for the most part, it's just a cheerleading thing. It's, um, it's an annual pep rally. That's what it is. It's a government-sponsored pep rally in which each side kind of like goes, yay, yay, we're red team. And the other side says, yay, yay, we're blue team. And it's like, hey, who's, who's paying your salary? Well, besides the taxpayers? No, no, no. I'm talking like, what corporations? Oh, yeah, of course, I don't work for the my citizens? What are you, dumb? What is this? 1942? Come on, man. They should all, someone said this. This is even my original thought, but they said that uh, congressmen and women too, hey, there's ladies serving, guys. Uh, They should wear their their logos, the sponsorships on their suits and pantsuits. And um, pantsuits is weird because aren't all suits, pantsuits, essentially. Skirt suits, is that what they mean? Or like when a woman just wears like the pants and then the sport jacket, which is basically what a suit is minus the tie, right? I think the tie is stupid. I think men should do away with the tie. I don't understand it as a piece of clothing. It's just something that dangles around your neck. It's kind of dumb. Sometimes they look cool, but I think no tie, top button on button, you look more like you're coming in like a freaking, uh, like a spy. You guys have watched that show Burn Notice back when it was on TV? I like Burn Notice. It's a good show. It had uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's a cool motherfucker. Look up some Bruce Campbell stuff. You'll like the guy. He's like kind of got that classic Hollywood look that that chin that pops out, the clef cool old guy hair now because he's like in his late fifties, probably probably early sixties. The early sixties. I'm gonna I'm gonna say late fifties, but no. Burn was a cool show because every episode was like a heist. But yeah, he wore like his cool suit, never a tie, unbutton, top button unbutton, You know what I mean? Just kind of show him cool. Sunglasses. That's a look. I'd like to. I'd trust our congressmen more if they dressed that way instead of this whole suit and tie nonsense. And Trump wears the worst fucking ties. Everything is just. He just like he's like a he's a fat old guy. We forget that he's kind of a fat ass. So it's just kind of a frumpy look. You know he wears he wears these '90s suits. And, and as much as you know, people my age love to romanticize the '90s. When it comes to suits, the '90s were terrible. I'm not kidding. Go on Google Image '90s suits. And look back at, you know, Michael Jordan, brutal, brutal suits that guy wore. He was a better dresser before he started wearing the suits. Like in the 80s, he kind of was like, oh, I'm 23. I'm best scorer in the league. I'm the best player in the league. I'm just going to wear like hoop earrings and a bunch of chains and look badass or sweatsuits. And then he started wearing suits and it was just, yeah, it was, it was a bad luck. Because I don't know, like there was just too much shoulders. It was like, were dudes wearing suits with shoulder pads then? I never understood women wearing shoulder pads. What woman thinks I need my shoulders to look more broad and flat? I don't, I don't know. I've never heard a guy say she has sexy shoulders. I mean, maybe I have because there is a sexy shoulder. If, hey, ladies, if you wear like a little something that slinks a little bit, that's kind of nice, I guess, but no one's ever thought let's pad that up a little bit. I don't get how fashion works because women will tell you we dress for ourselves, we're not dressing to impress men. I, I call bullshit on that. Some people might, but the majority, you're dressing to impress men. And dudes, a lot of times you care about what women think. Obviously, if you're just wearing jeans and a t-shirt and hanging around, you're not, you know. But if women, if out of nowhere, a thousand percent of women were like, oh, that's a bad look, guys would change. Cargo shorts are becoming a thing of the past because women have been like, fuck cargo shorts. Ew. I've heard female friends go, my pussy closes when, when cargo shorts are near. It, it does that sound and it gets all dried up. with. That's how what my vagina does when anyone's even close to me with cargo shorts. If I even glance at a pair of cargo shorts, I dry up for the for the rest of the year. Yeah. It's it's a closed shop downtown because of cargo shorts even being within the vicinity of my eyeballs. They really hate cargo shorts, which is a shame because now as a dad, and now that we're in the age of we always need a cell phone charger nearby, cargo shorts would be perfect. I don't like. I'm not one of those dudes that has a bag on them at all times. There's some guys that have like those bags, like the European carry-all nonsense. Not into that. Look, it's annoying. It's your. It's a purse, you know. And I don't know. Maybe I'm being one of those dudes. It's like, or am i being too macho because I'm like, no, I don't. I don't like the idea of having to carry that much. It's a, first of all, you don't need that big a bag for all the shit you have. Women carry purses because I think they have like more accessories on them. But I don't know. As a dude, all I need is my cell phone wallet, keys. And now, because of the age in which we're living in, I need a cell phone charger. So I need four things. So in the summer, cargo shorts were kick-ass, my friend. And as a comedian, I like to keep a notepad and a pen nearby. A pen nearby is great. What other accessory could I add to the man list? Lighter? That's, I mean, this is for both people, obviously. This isn't gender-specific. I don't want women being like, Hey, fucking, I carry pens, too? No shit you do, idiot. I'm not like... And everything's a war. Not every, not every time. You know, there was those people. I'm, go, I'm getting off the rails here a little bit, everybody. But there are those people who I swear they look to be angry in anything they see. Because they'll be, you see what so-and-so's statement was. Like, what was the statement? I look at the statement. I go, yeah, what of it? You don't think that's problematic? How did he not? I'm like, I don't know. He's busy. Maybe he didn't fucking see it. People need to realize. Like, Listen, listen podcast listeners, I imagine you guys are mostly pretty much in touch with what's happening in the world. But the average American isn't. And I don't know. I don't think that makes him a bad person. I think the average American is just like, yeah, I work my ass off all week. When I get home, I want to eat dinner, watch some bullshit television before I have to go to bed and do it all over again. And on the weekends, I look to get crazy. Or if I have children, then I got to do all sorts of stuff for them. Okay. And then that's where I find my happiness. You know, I dig that. But they're not scrolling on the trending topics of Twitter. The average guy, if I, if I talk to the average and be like, you hear about this Brett Kavanaugh? and be like, Brett Kavanaugh? He used to pitch for the Cubs? Who's Brett Kavanaugh? I'm like, yeah, see? Like, that's... And I'm not saying it's a good thing either because you want people to be informed, but you also have to understand that people are busy. So don't go shitting on people just because they're not like up to speed on all the stupid stuff you are. Because then again, in the same regard, you might think, oh, I'm hot shit because I know about all the hot button issues pressed in the world right now. Yeah, but meanwhile, you're not happy. Okay, so what good is that? You have so much information, you're just miserable. Just a miserable piece of shit walking around going, no, I, got, I know I know everything that's going on, everything's terrible. What are you doing about it? But then those same, those same people, they don't do anything about it. All they do is talk. They text, they tweet. They don't put their money where their mouth is. I don't see them actively doing stuff. Some, some do, of course. There's some great people out there. But I'm saying the vast majority of people, are just, they're just talking. Just running their mouths. Here's how things should be. Here's why you're evil. Here's why you, what you said is wrong. Here's what you said is wrong. And then I'm like, motherfucker, could you just, I mean, get offended where people offend to be, or intend to be offensive. Was someone trying to be an asshole? If they were, then tell them to go fuck themselves. But if they're accidentally an asshole or just whatever, then fine. And I'll give you an example about it right now. Chicago Cubs, this is, again, this is baseball related, but you don't have to be a Cubs fan to even get this. This is very much what's going on in the world today. Their shortstop, is going to be former shortstop soon, which I was p- banking on before all this came out anyway because he's been playing terribly this past season, and really he's not the hitter everyone thought he'd be. Great fielder, though. You kind of have to be, though. By the way, there's a, a sports thing for you. I love it when someone's like, but hey, man, he's a great fielder. Well, yeah, he needs to be. You can't suck at fielding and hitting. You wouldn't be in the league. This cracks me up. Well, yeah, I mean, he can't, can't hit, but man, what a glove. Yeah. Oh, g- okay. <sighs> Good Lord it would be like, well, yeah, I mean, we have no chemistry and the sex is terrible, but she's nice. Well, yeah, I'd hope so, because if she was a dick to you and the sex was bad, what the fuck are you doing? And, and that goes vice versa, of course. Is, uh, so, at Addison Russell, this whole thing came out where his uh, ex-wife uh, said that he was physically and mentally abusive. By the way, I'm only going to highlight the physically abusive side. Look, mental abuse, sure, it's a thing, but to me it always just sounds like, he was mean to me. Yeah, I mean, everyone is a dick sometimes, but that—that that is like... I have sympathy for the physical abuse, mental abuse. I know people get trapped in these people or this or whatever, but come on, like, mental abuse is such a wide range. That's why I don't like to even highlight it as much. I'm not trying to fucking downplay people, but I've heard people say, that, oh, I was in a mentally abusive relationship. I'm like, oh, really, what happened? You would just yell a lot. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's a lot of relationships, though. I'm sorry you went through that, but I'm not going to go on some kind of walk for you. I'm not starting a GoFundMe for you to get over the fact that someone yelled at you a lot. No, not, not happening. But physical abuse, hell yeah, that's, that's terrible. And of course, the mental abuse goes along with it. If you're getting physically abused, you're probably getting mentally abused too, right? If you're getting punched in the head a bunch of times, I'm sure that's going to have some sort of effect on your psyche. So that's why it it's also feels redundant. Not only was he physically abusive, he was mentally abusive. Well, what was the mental abuse? Well, every time you hit me, it really made me feel bad. Well, okay. Sorry you went through that, but yeah, all right, it's, it's physical abuse. So let's, just, let's just focus on that part. Everything else goes along with it. So uh, they asked Anthony Rizzo, who's like the Cubs' de facto captain. He's uh, one of their best players, kind of like the vocal leader of the team, been there since the longest tenure on the Cubs. They asked him about it, and he was kind of like, I thought they'd been investigating for this for about a year. I figured this would be over with now because the allegations first started the season before in 2017 Major League season. His wife posted a, a sexy little picture of herself on Instagram basically saying, Fuck you, Addison, you cheating piece of shit. I'm moving on and which I was like, good for her. You know, I didn't even have fault with that. She found out he was cheating a bunch and said, Screw off. Hell yeah. More power to you. Then one of you know, then a bunch of Cub fans were like, well, Why are you making this public? Like, you know, this is and they were stupid too. Um, you know, mind your business. And then one of her friends commented, Oh yeah, he's also physically abusive. Then the post was taken down shortly after that, but it was up long enough for people to get wind. The media was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Addison Russell's now soon-to-be ex-wife's best friend just said that he was physically abusing her. We need to look into this, which we should, of course, need to look into this. That's serious. I'm not, I'm not sticking up for. I think he. I believe her. I, I think he's clearly got a lot of issues, got a lot of problems, and um, I would like the Cubs to get rid of him. And I think he needs to get help. And be suspended until he gets that help and you know repay some debt to society you can't be beating women especially the mother of your child i mean that's a real shit movement man and um but so they, they shut it down and then she denied it she wouldn't cooperate with major league baseball and then flash forward a year and some change later uh about two weeks ago this comes out and they're asking cubs players about it, it just broke and I mean, that's this weird position for Rizzo to be in because this is a, a teammate. I'm sure they'd get along well enough. And right away, he's walking into a dugout in a, in a tight playoff race the Cubs are in or were in. We'll get to that later. And the, you know, microphone right in his face. What do you think about Addison Russell beating his wife? I mean, they didn't say it like that, but you know what I mean? What do you think of these allegations against Addison Russell and, and all this other stuff? And how's this going to, and he's just like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I thought, I'm surprised. I can't believe this is happening right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought this was a thing that was last year, and they looked into it, and this was, but I guess the investigation's not going. I don't know. It feels like it's taking a long time to investigate it. I thought this was over with. you know. And people were like, how insensitive. Addison, uh, uh, Anthony Rizzo, stop talking. Stop talking on the subject, Anthony. That's another thing that's really annoying. Someone will give their opinion, and people will be like, delete your account. Stop talking. And I'm reading it going, he didn't say anything terrible there. He didn't really stick up for Addison. He didn't say she was a liar. He just said, damn, I thought this shit was behind us, you know? We're trying to win some games here and and now now i got to deal with this outside shit? I'm a baseball player. I want to I do baseball. Especially Anthony Rizzo, who just donated another $2 million to a hospital. Spent $3.5 million of, I'm pretty sure, his own money last year to build a new wing at the Children's Hospital in the cancer department because he's a cancer survivor. When he was like 18, 19, he had Hodgkin's lymphoma and beat that. This is the most charitable, nicest human being on the planet. You, this is Anthony Rizzo is the type of person you want your child to grow up to be. So... And, and he just gives a, an opinion, and, and people are going to be like, "Well, that's not exact." You know what he should have said? He should have said, "Fuck him!" And don't you ever touch women. And like, no, but, well, no one would say that. And then people are like, "Well, the Cubs just suspended him last year." Oh, really? They should have suspended him last year because of a third-party Instagram comment. Look, I am 100% in support of the Me Too movement. 100%, I can't even talk now. 100% in support of believe women. But there needs to be a hint of due process. There needs to be some. Right? Like, I mean, with the Kavanaugh hearings, I'm glad that they're investigating this, and I believe Dr. Ford, because why would she come out? Um, why would she risk? Like, she's had a... There's, there's, her family's getting death threats. You know, and everyone's like, well, why didn't she come out back then? I go, look, listen, as a victim, you just try to move on with your life. There's a lot, a lot of... You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot that goes through that, that mentally people suffer from. But I'll tell you this. If someone who did something horrible to me in my past, all of a sudden was about to become a Supreme Court justice and have like a position of power for the next 50-plus years, bet your dick I'm going to go out there and try to stop that from happening. Think about If you know someone who's a piece of shit out there who's sexually assaulting women, groping them, doing whatever, just being a real scumbag, that shows poor judgment on their end, and it shows them being a predator and a bad person, that they don't respect women, and, and they're going to be in the Supreme Court, which has issues that affect women, no, I'm one. That's fine. Come on out, you know. And it, and, it, and I don't care when a victim comes out and says it. it. It's different for everybody. That's a traumatizing thing. You talk to most rape victims; they'll tell you they'd rather have been murdered than raped, because rape stays with you. I really think you, there should be the death penalty for rape. I do have some problems with the death penalty now that I mention it, because it's a lot of people have been executed with not enough evidence and all that kind of stuff. But I definitely I hold I hold rape just right up there with murder, and. and when it comes to heinous offenses. When I think heinous, I think the start of Law and Order SVU because they say these uh, this particular unit investigates the most heinous of crimes. This is the Special Victims Unit. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just don't like the fact that people are just so quick to go retroactively after. It's just a real fake righteousness. You could be on the side of Addison Russell's now ex-wife without backtracking and blaming all these people for things. The Cubs should have done something about this in 2017. What could they have done? I'm being serious. They, didn't inve- they, tr- they tried to investigate, she would to cooperate, which I know is commonplace because it's hard for victims to talk about this stuff. I understand that. But then again, so then, so then they just go, all right, well, 30-game suspension, Addison. And then the players' union, we forget there's a players' union that would have been like, on what grounds? Because of a friend of hers commented on an Instagram post? That's what it takes now? No, because that's sending a, a dangerous precedent. There's, no, there's nothing they could have done. I don't think that you can't fault the Cubs for anything. And she later came out and had an interview with ESPN uh, 1000, which is a local Chicago radio station. And she had the interview with ESPN Chicago and basically said she doesn't fault the Cubs at all because she knows, she's smart. She gets what they've done. But everyone wants someone's head for something. If you want someone's head, it should be Addison Russell's. He's the abuser. Major League Baseball now could do the right thing going forward, which as soon as this blog came out, they immediately um, suspended him or put him on like the um, inactive list or whatever it is. I forget the actual word. There's a term for it that they did because it's not, it's not technically a suspension. He's on a paid leave or something, but it's more like it's a punishment, of course. And I don't know, I just don't like I just don't like what I see in social media. There's so much negativity with that kind of stuff where I'm like, what happened? And it's supposed to be open-minded, progressive people too. And it goes to the other side where conservatives are just You know what? The hypocrisy on both sides is embarrassing to me. Because I don't see it ending. As much great thing the internet has done so many great things. I mean, you're listening to me on it right now. So obviously I'm not an internet hater, but there's one side of the internet that needs to be fixed, and it's I don't know what could change it. The idea that, what they call it? Whataboutism? So Trump could do something terrible and they'll be like, well, Bill Clinton was a scumbag too. And I go, two wrongs don't make a right. And yeah, if we could go back in time, we should have done more to stop Bill Clinton from being a scumbag or, or electing him, you know, someone like that president. And then the economy was good and all that kind of stuff. But it's, uh, it's just, I don't I, The fact that people were like, Anthony would delete your, I'm like, I was reading it going, yeah, I mean, he could have been a little bit more like, I guess baseball needs to do a better job investigating or let's get to the bottom of this. I, you know, I just hope she and the kid are okay. Like, you know, that I'm surprised to hear that. But again, like, what, what did you want him to do? I, I don't understand how quickly people... I t- everyone wants to be so... Look, I was the first one to condemn this person. I was the first one to condemn that person. And what if you're wrong? And I know 97% of these cases, the woman's telling the truth. But still, there still needs to be some due process. They're due. I, I, I don't, if someone has a problem with what I'm saying, I, I debate me on it. Send me an email. Send me a message. I'm very accessible. I would love to hear your side. I would love to hear a side in which you explain that as soon as the allegations made, the case is closed. Because that is not the world that I want to live in. I'm drinking a sip of water right now. I'm doing this in the end of the day. I got the Jameson nearby. I might have a shot or two of it, but wanted to just kind of, I'm not going to, this is going to be a long podcast. It's going to be kind of a short and sweet one. I got my ranting out of the way. And this not supposed to be a comedy podcast. I don't know how funny I was doing all that shit. But no, I don't know. I just wish, um, I just think the world's a better place than we give it credit for. Obviously there's a lot that needs to be fixed. Uh, there's a lot of injustices out there. I think we need to be a way better to women. Um, yeah, it's, it's horrible, man. Every time I go on Facebook or Twitter, there's a new female friend of mine coming out, um, telling her story of being abused and, and, you know, raped and assaulted and all that stuff. And it's fucking horrible to hear. It's depressing. Cause it's not, you know, that's someone that's, that's, that's your friend. So as your, as a friend, you're like, man, I want to do something about that, but there's not, what can you do other than just being supportive? So I guess that's the, the message there. Just be supportive of people. Listen to, you know, listen to people. And, um, you know, I think you just gotta be better to people, man. Just be better, man. Smoke some joints and, and, uh, and you'll be all good, dude. That's my hippie message of the day. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? What's going on? It's now October. Baseball playoffs are going on. Again, I don't even want to get into the Cubs uh, stuff. You guys know I'm a Dieter Cubs fan. I'll get into that in a little bit. I have a baseball podcast, so I kind of save it for that. You guys, will be, If you guys like baseball, check that out. I'll actually keep you there. I will talk about my experience at the game because that's not baseball related. That's just more about, you know, I'm sure people have had this at concerts or comedy shows perhaps or wherever you are where there's a huge crowd of people. And everyone sucks, so I'll, uh, I'll explain that the, the jerk-off I had to sit next to at the game yesterday. Not my friend. My friend was cool. It was me and my buddy, Dan Geller. What up, Dan? Let's do it on the other side, though, man. Brutal. Anyhow, though, so it is October, and I noticed there is a new trend called Sober October. And I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm all for people bettering themselves. I think it's a cool idea. Let's take a month off of some vices. Some people are like, I'm not going to drink for the month. Some people are like, I'm not going to smoke. Which I'm like, if you could go the whole month without smoking cigarettes, I'm talking about. Then you should just quit. Be a just quitter. Be a quitter, you fucking quitter. No, quit. It's bad for you. And then, you know, some of you are going to smoke pot for the month. I'm going to do drugs. That's great. All that stuff is good. I'm not knocking anyone for better than themselves. I just I think October's a fun month. It's fall. You got some football. Leaves are changing. You know, there's always some sort of like little fall type fest stuff going on. And you got, for me, you baseball, diehard baseball fan and big football fan, there's just too many good opportunities to drink. You can't not drink in October. And then you got to cap it off with Halloween. So then I thought to myself, do I go November? November's a maybe. I could see myself giving out for November. Because what's the big thing in November? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's not drinking, though. I mean, you might have, uh, some people like a glass of red Thanksgiving dinner. Some people like to have some beers at Thanksgiving. I used to, we used to do a, excuse me. I had a cough, everybody. We used to do a family Thanksgiving party, like post-party. Where all my cousins would get together and we would play drinking games like Flip Cup and and, and, uh, Beer Pong, mostly Flippy Cup. We don't mess around when it comes to Flippy Cup. And uh, I get pretty intense. I remember one family party, my one cousin jokingly knocked the cup away, which was cheating, but he was doing it for fun because the other team was already, it was already like, you know, they'd clinched. There was no coming back. And so my other cousin got so fucking furious. (laughs) they were brothers too he grabbed the chair and went to like hit him but luckily the chair like snapped from his the strength of him about to whip it and i had to like grab from me i'm like are you out of your fucking mind yeah so you know that's thanksgiving everybody. some people argue politics we argue the code and conduct how to be a professional flip cupper you know there are rules damn it you gotta you gotta play with dignity and honor and respect the other players and respect was not shown on that particular thursday evening so a fight had to break out. Some people are like, oh, you, you support this guy, you support that guy, and they're arguing politics. Not us. We all agree essentially on politics. It's drinking, damn it. That's where our fights start on Thanksgiving. So I don't know. November is a month that could do it. Some people say Christmas. I think Christmas is a fun beer-drinking month. Oh, you know why I can't do no, uh, no drinks in November? I totally forgot. You got that uh, blackout Wednesday. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving is one of the best barn nights of the year. You got friends in from out of town for Thanksgiving that you haven't seen in a while? No, no, kidding me? You can't skip that day. December, also, there's some usually some decent, uh, you know, And you got New Year's Eve. Not that I'm the biggest New Year's Eve guy. I think it's completely overrated. When you break down New Year's Eve as an adult, New Year's Eve is essentially just getting drunk and having a countdown to the next day. You could do that all the time. Everyone listening, this Saturday night, why don't you go out? And then around eleven fifty nine, be like, guys, 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 and then have a countdown to Sunday. That's all it is. Oh, it's not the same. It's a new year. Yeah, but it's a new year with a bunch of you. Just every bar has like, oh, it's one hundred and ninety five dollars, all you could drink from nine to nine forty five, bottom shelf liquor. And then everyone's like, yeah, let's go. It sounds a good deal, and it's, it's hell. And it's cold that time of year, so you don't where you're gonna put your coat. And there's a coat check, and you're like, I don't trust this coat check. This coat check, dude. Or or do that? I don't I don't trust them as a couple. I think they're they're, they're fucking on the coats back there. I don't, I don't I don't like anything that's going on right now. It does not seem like a, a, a gig that these two would volunteer for, and I feel like there's some some thievery happening. Never trusted anyone who's ever run, worked the coat check. Maybe that's me being paranoid. I think they're rifling through pockets back there. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, New Year's Eve's a little overrated, but I don't know. I feel like Christmas—you kind of want to have uh, a little bit of alcohol at some point in the December months. Especially if you go to a mall. Go to a mall on a Sunday in December. And you'll be like, yeah. I'm not even going home. I'm not even going back to a, to a real cool bar. You see that TGA Fridays? Oh, I'm getting right up. I'm bellying up to TGA Fridays. That's right. I'm going to talk to Susan, the 43-year-old bartender who's twice divorced. She's, she's got good gab. It's a good Gabby bartender. She's got some life advice because she's been, she's been through some shit. And it's going to be you and her for the next 45 minutes to an hour going to pound back a couple quick ones, and then you're going to be on your way. But you can't. You don't want to be sober for December. And January is just a brutal, cold-ass month. There's nothing else to do. January and February, like, how do you not booze it up a little bit? And then March, you have St. Patrick's Day. See, we worked it out, everyone. We worked it out where there was enough events in each month to make it very hard to stay sober for a whole month. So I, I say this. Why be sober for a whole month? Why is it to be a calendar month? We're intelligent enough people where why can't I say, all right, I'm going to go from... You know, Thanksgiving. Let's go the day after Thanksgiving. Let's go the Friday after Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving you might want to have a little beer, right? Get the belly going. You know, you're eating some nice turkey, some good stuffing. You got the croissant crescent rolls, I mean, plenty of gravy to go around on them mashed potatoes, and uh, and then you got pumpkin pie and apple pie, and then maybe you're like, you know, I need and a nice cold beverage to wash this all down with. Sip some whiskey by the fire because the holidays are on the way, and you got you got family nearby. It's nice. Then. So why don't you just go from the day after Thanksgiving, you go from that Friday, so it was just here's the 25th, and go all the way to Christmas. That's your month. Why does the month have to always start on the first, due to it for the whole month of December? Why, why can't I do it for partial this month and partial that month? Huh? Explain that to me. Why can't I go from March 18th the day after St. Patrick's Day to fucking uh, April, go to 420. There you go. You go, you go sober that, that month. But that doesn't rhyme. Does everything have to fucking rhyme, people? Grow up. Grow up if you need to rhyme. You can get shit done in this world without rhyming, damn it. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Sober October. I guess it's a cute hashtag if you're a dork. Yes, water's good. You guys should try water. You guys tried water? Cold water? Pooh. Cold water right out of a water bottle that was in your fridge for the, just the right amount of time, so it's like perfectly cold. It's, it's, it's a thing to celebrate. It's a big deal right there. So I'm at Wrigley Field last night, sold out as you expect, although it was easier to get tickets than I thought. Um, It's the wildcard game. It's do or die. Major League Baseball playoffs have this one-game wildcard. There's two wildcard teams now in each league. Tonight's game is the Yankees-Oakland A's, and then the winner goes on to face the one-seed, essentially the team with the best record. And the Cubs were the team with the best record up until the last two days of the regular season. So like really in 48 hours, the Cubs went from best record in the National League to out of the entire playoffs. Brutal. They had a one-game tiebreaker against the Milwaukee Brewers in which we scored one run. 3-1 to was the final there. Played good defense. Pitched great. Couldn't hit. Just can't hit. They haven't been able to hit like the last, most of the second half the offense has been bad. They had one stretch where they looked really good after they had added Daniel murphy boson Anyway, so this is baseball talk, which I'm going to move away from. I am sitting next to this dude. We had really good seats, too. I liked our seats. We were front row, 500 level of the upper deck. You could see everything was perfect behind home plate. And the dude next to me was one of those dudes that knew enough about baseball, clearly by the way he was talking, but also didn't get that it's baseball. Meaning, baseball is the type of sport where a terrible hitter could come through at any given moment. he will be like, this guy's bad 200. He's not going to do shit. I'm like, well, no, because really what that means is he has a 20% chance of doing shit. So, yeah, I mean, he could very well do something great right here. It's baseball. See, too many fans who are, if you're a a football and basketball fan, first and foremost, when you watch baseball, you're typically an idiot with the way you watch it. Because in basketball and football, the best player could get a hold of the ball and take over. You know, especially in basketball. That's why it's like the easiest sport to coach. It's only five guys, and, and that's why the super teams in basketball can ruin that sport in a lot of ways because you get three all-stars together, it really is an unbelievably unfair advantage, and the, it just throws off the balance of the entire league, and it makes it easier because one person changes everything. And But in football, though, all right, I'm, you know, it's, a, it's a athleticism. So it's harder to choke because you're an athlete. You know what I mean? You're not going to just all of a sudden, all of a sudden I can't run fast anymore. You know what I mean? If you're super fast, you're always going to be super fast. In baseball, though, you can essentially choke because it's mental. So much mental. Like You know how to swing the bat. You know how to hit a home run. You know how to hit a ball. You know how to do all that. But in those tense situations, you could find yourself doing shit that you wouldn't normally do because it's so much in your head. Think about that while you're waiting, right? Got the back going. You're staring that pitcher down. Right, and, and just all these thoughts going through your head. You got forty thousand people screaming. Ah, you're like, was he going to throw me a fastball? A curveball? Was he going to throw me a fastball? I don't really know." Uh, blah blah blah. Okay, shit. These pretzels are making me thirsty. What, what am I saying? Oh, fucking seinfeld. It's so funny. Swinging, son of a bitch. And you swing and miss at a slider in the dirt because it looked like a fastball halfway there, and then breaks away. Hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. Anyway, so this dickhead. Every time, like, there were the batter would, be, would take strike one was like, fucking unbelievable. Oh, strike one. I'm always down. Strike one. I'm, strike one. Asshole. You, 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 do you never watch baseball you expect them to hit up, get everything done on the first pitch every time and then when they swing at the first pitch you make an eye like swing at the first pitch again and he was doing this thing that like, people will do I've noticed at sporting events where they're doing commentary where, I, I remember at one point I was this close to me like are you auditioning for something right now I was going to look around and be like are you auditioning for something I don't understand why every time there's a, a fly ball to center you have to go fly ball to center he loves hitting those fly balls to center like wh- who are you talking to because the person next to you, I know, she is bored out of her mind. Are you bored, ma'am? Yeah, you're bored, right? And it's supposed to be fun. It's a playoff game. High stakes. And this guy's ruining it for you? I know, he's ruining it for me, too. Also, this asshole had the audacity. At one point, he had his legs crossed, like, sitting this way. You guys can see on film. I'm filming this. Where, you know, like kind of like old guy You know, put the leg up like he's on a talk show. Not cross-legged. Why? It's weird that so many Hollywood actors as men cross their legs completely. Look, man, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm super blessed down there, but I'm, I'm above average. Uh, probably slightly, but anyway, uh, I, I can't cross my legs completely like that. It hurts, it hurts, uh, the package, you know what I mean? It hurts the, 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 dick and balls down there. And, and every late night, do you watch next time you watch Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon or, or Colbert, or you'll see the, whoever the guest is, if it's the third man. They like to have the legs crossed like cross crossed. And I'm just like, ow. But anyway, the cross the way I could do it was when you kind of have the one leg, your foot up on the knee, you guys, you guys can picture it. And, I'm kind of, and I remember just kind of sitting back, and I was like... You gonna and then he had, he had both arms on both uh, armrests, elbows on both armrests. Middle seat in an airplane will let you get that, because you're screwed, you're in the middle seat. I'm not get, giving you that at a stadium. So I remember, being I mean, like, next time we have to stand up for something, I'm coming back down quicker than him, and I'm putting my arm there. And if I get any guff out of him, I, I, was, I, was, I was sizing him up. I had a good five inches on him. I had some reach, so I, I had no no qualms about it. You know, I don't want to hit a fellow Cubs fan, but, man, are there's. I want to say there's some really stupid Cubs There are stupid Cubs fans, but they're stupid every sports fans. And the, t- the more popular your team is, the more dumb fans you're going to have. Because it's popular, it's cool. People are like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that team because it's a cool thing to do. But really, I don't understand things. God, what an annoying person. I mean, every play just doing, oh, fly ball to the center. And then you would say stuff like... He's looking first ball, fastball. Everyone knows he likes first ball, fastball. I'm like, no, he doesn't like first ball, fastball. And if, he, and if everyone knew he liked first ball, fastball, the pitcher's not throwing him a first ball, fastball. So I have some logical sense here. Brutal. But I got to say, I'm getting very good at knowing when to go to the bathroom at, at sporting events. I had a perfectly timed where right when I right when the ball was in the air for the final album, like it's pop-up odds are was going to catch, I would jump the rail because where I was, there was a railing right there, and then Book it. And man, when I, when there's a crowd of people, I should have been a running back. Cause I hit the hole. Well, I see the opening I get there. I anticipate people's movements. I get around them. It's great. I had my dick out before I even entered the bathroom, started peeing before I even reached it. So probably pissing the floor a little bit. You got to, and had the hands washed and was still like drying as I was halfway back to the seat. It's amazing. People in my section were like cheering for me. They're like, you're, you're, incredible. sir. how are you doing it? Are you really even peeing? Or are you just ducking away out of our sight line and then coming back? And, and expecting cheers because that's cool too, man. We'll cheer. We'll cheer on a guy like that. All right, man. Uh, this podcast has been going for about 35 minutes. Uh, what else can I wrap up and talk to you guys about? Yeah, I was disappointed, man. There's something about baseball. It's just so long and it almost makes it more, uh, it's more of a crushing blow because if you're into it like I am, you love that it's every day. Cause it's like, Hey, it's something every day. It, it feeds the beast every day. And then now I'm not going to, I mean, I'm going to watch the playoffs, of course, but it's going to be annoying watching it. And then I'm not going to, you know, and then I got it till February and it's off season, it's winter, you know, whatever. All right. I, maybe I could be more productive with my time. Uh, but oh, the big podcast announcement I was going to say. Wow. I was going to do a state of the podcast and totally went on fucking a 35 minute, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like tangent. Tangent. Good word, everyone. About a bunch of nonsense. So, uh, what I want to start doing now is this. I want to bring you more. Um, I've gotten positive reviews on the two solo podcasts I've done. So I figured why not have a podcast in which what one of the cool things I'm going to do is I could kind of comment on stuff that had happened previously on the podcast because there's been a few podcast episodes in which I've listened to the playback where I'm like, uh, I didn't really get my point across while well there because, you know, you're drinking. It's like a bar stuff. So you ever have that? You ever go to the bar, talk about, you know... Bunch of stuff with some of your friends there. And then the next day you see a different group of friends and you go, Hey, by the way, I was talking about so and so with this and this. And, that. and then you kind of get their take. So, what I'm going to do is I'm still going to have a guest on once a week. So, expect the guest episodes to always come out on Wednesdays. Then I'm going to do a solo podcast where it's going to be pretty short between 30 to 45 minutes of me just kind of talking. And some of it's going to be me recapping. Um, me, me recapping what happened on the previous podcast, not like telling you exactly because I expect you guys to listen to that one. By recapping, I mean like, hey, you know, when me and um, say, like, the Kevin Bozeman episode, you know, when me and Kevin Bozeman were talking about how you, everyone should have a bidet in their home, I didn't even realize this, but check this out, everyone. Uh, if you go to this place, they have bidets on sale for this. And then I also read this article about bidets that say that they are uh, people who use bidets are actually because you know, I was joking around about saying it's a mental health thing. Because if you're walking around with a con where you're confident, you're like, I got the cleanest asshole on this bus. I'm feeling good. Like, you got that kind of confidence, you know, you're, it makes you a happier person. So, I thought bidets, I made the case that bidets are good for your mental health. I'd, I'd imagine, statistically speaking, if you looked at all the people who have committed suicide in the last six months and you've looked at how many of them had bidets, I bet in that real small percentage, Anthony Bourdain probably had a bidet. Kate Spade, most likely a bidet. Those are the only two. I bet the vast majority of people who commit suicide don't have bidets. That's what I was saying on the Kevin Bozeman podcast. So say I then find the statistical evidence that actually backs me up on the follow-up podcast when it's me rocking solo with you guys, I'll talk about that. I'll bring that up a little bit. Or I could say, hey, by the way, when I was going at it, when I had um, Kristen Toomey or Lisa Traeger, and those were both good ones, or Russ, William, Russ Williams, I'm just naming the recent podcast, I started to say this point, and then I got cut off, and I forgot something. I'm not even mad at people for cutting me off, but I cut off cut off other people. That's just part of the conversation. But I just want to let you guys know. Here's what I fucking meant by that, and then you know I'll get all Joe about it. I think that'd be a real fun thing to do. It'd be a really cool way to, you know, give you some more content. Because again, like I love doing this podcast. I hope you love listening to it. It's been like the best thing. I've been doing this for let's see, March. Starting March, April, May, June, July, August, September. I've been doing it for six months now. This is episode 29. So, uh, yeah, 29 is a weird episode to do a state of the podcast, but nonetheless, this is when I chose to do it. And so you could expect going forward uh, a weekly podcast with a guest. I'm going to start bringing back two guests, too, because I was doing some podcasts with two guests. And then, you know, but mostly one for the most part, because I feel like you get just it's a little bit smoother ride with one. But then you know, I'll do the two. then I'll do the bonus podcast, which I don't know if I'll call that an episode number. Will that keep going will be episode 32 with this that I'll know I'll figure it out for you, and which'll just be me. I'm talking about what's on my mind, I'm talking about you know, just kind of uh, following up on some thoughts I've had on previous episodes, just you know, kind of keeping them fun, light and loose, something you guys could like pop in on your lunch break at work, I'm hoping that type of deal, and those I believe will come out on either Fridays or the weekends. Maybe I'll drop those Mondays because they'll be, they'll be short ones. Maybe I'll do those. I'll record it over the weekend. I'll drop them on Monday. I don't know. I'll figure out the exact day. But expect it over, like, you know, just follow us on Twitter, myself at Joe Kilgallen and um, at Kilgallen's Pub. And then you'll get all the information there. But other than that, I mean, this has been, this has been episode number 29. Uh, thanks for writing this review, everyone. Um, as far as my dates go, if you want to see me do some stand-up comedy, baby, I am at the Laugh Factory in Chicago this Saturday, October 6th. I'm actually got a crazy one on Saturday, October 6th. I feel like I said it with a lisp on the first try. I'm doing one show. I can't even advertise because it's like this secret show. It's called it's, I don't know it's a comedy secret show or something like that where they just kind of uh, don't tell comedy where it's like comedy shows just they pop up. I did one before and it was a blast. I mean, it sounds weird because you're like, what? But you go to someone's apartment and they have a comedy show in their apartment. And it was really fun last time I did, so it just sounds weird to explain. Anyhow, I'm at the Laugh Factory and then Navy Pier, so I'm running around the city. But hope I'm going to, damn it, be done in time to watch Conor McGregor versus Habib Nurmagomedov. Blah blah blah, and I'm going to see that fight, damn it. And I'm rooting for the notorious Conor McGregor in that one because I think Habib's boring. That's right, I don't like I don't like UFC fighters that are their specialty is wrestling because I find a lot of their matches to be incredibly boring because there's just so many so much holding of the guy and they're on the floor and it's just i'm trying to get positioned and moving around look don't, don't get me wrong i respect the technical aspect of it those dudes train their asses off and that's they're skilled as hell but as far as pure excitement goes give me the strikers give me the guys with uh you know karate jiu-jitsu backgrounds give me someone who might kick someone in the head at any given moment I want to see, like, you know, I just don't like the guys who are pure wrestlers. I like the guys who have more of a balance. That's why MMA is fun, is that you could It's so many different fighting styles under one umbrella. Anyhow, though, and then um, I'll be at the Zanies and Rosemont at the end of October, going into November. I've got dates at the commun- uh, Community, You Should Know, the show I produce, which is the best show in Chicago. That's every Wednesday night, so check, just go to joekillgallon.com. It's got my tour dates up there. You can find the podcast up there, my other podcast, the baseball one, that hopefully some of you fools might enjoy. Other than that, you guys have been great. Thank you so much for listening to Kill Gallon's Pub. Cheers.